Hello, and welcome to Grim and Whim, unnerving tales to haunt, mystify, and spark curiosity. Let's be curious together. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we will be looking into the case of Madalena Kojakari, an 11-year-old girl from North Carolina who has been missing since November 21st, 2022. This is a very recent case. Um, It's an ongoing case. And if you are a person who has always wanted to follow a case from the beginning and see it to the end, this may be a good one to follow, especially since there has been a lot of drama and suspicion surrounding this case, as you will learn later. Before we get into her story, we're going to start by reviewing the FBI's current poster as well as the timeline of the case. And as always, I will put the FBI poster, the link to it in the podcast description. So check that out for um, your own research. So here are the details about Madalena Kojakari that are on the FBI's website. Madalena was last seen on surveillance video getting off her school bus outside her home in Cornelius, North Carolina on November 21st, 2022 and she has not been seen since. Her parents reported seeing her last on November 23rd, 2022, but they actually didn't report her missing until December 15th. So that's nearly three weeks from when she first went missing. Madalena was last seen wearing blue jeans, pink, purple, and white Adidas shoes, and a white t-shirt and a jacket. Madalena is about 4 foot 10 and around 90 pounds, and at the time of her disappearance, she had longer brown hair, um, just a little bit past her shoulders, and then uh, brown eyes. She attended Bailey Middle School and was in the 6th grade. So let's get into Madalena's disappearance and the bizarre happenings around her disappearance, especially in regards to her family. And like I said, there is a lot of drama surrounding this case, and I'm going to get into as much as I can, um, as much as I was able to research. And just as a reminder, as I go into the details about her family and the suspicious activity, everyone is innocent until proven guilty. And so keep that in mind as we go forward, Um, but there is certainly some suspicious activity and some very weird parenting um, in Madalena's case. Like I stated from the FBI's page for Madalena, her parents didn't report her missing until three weeks later. Um, They stated that they last saw her on November 23rd, 2022. And her parents are Diana Kojakari, that is her biological mother, age 35, and Christopher Palmiter, and that is her stepfather, and he is 60 years old. Why it took three weeks for her parents to report an 11-year-old missing is beyond me, and the entire community has taken notice. And both parents were, in fact, arrested on a charge of failure to report the disappearance of their child to law enforcement, according to Cornelius Police Department. 
Her school also tried several times to reach out to her mother to see why she had been absent for so many days um, as they were going to be facing truancy charges um, because she is a child. She needs to be in school. So let's dive into more about Madalena's parents and how their strange actions and also lack of action is very relevant to the case. On the day of Madalena's disappearance, her mother had argued with her husband, who in anger took off to Michigan that evening. Three days later, on November 26th, Palmeter, um, Christopher Palmeter, the stepfather, returned home to North Carolina, and Madalena's mother told him that their daughter was missing from the house. Um, and they live in Cornelius, North Carolina, which is a town just north of Charlotte. The mother told the police that she did not report the little girl's disappearance until nearly three weeks later, on December 15th, because she feared Christopher's reaction. This is a strange reason to not report your biological daughter as missing. Why would your husband's reaction prevent you from reporting her disappearance? Especially since everyone knows that the sooner you report a child missing, the better because the clock is ticking. And there are no reports that Madalena had a history of running away or a reason or even a means to run away. So this isn't a runaway situation where it may make sense to wait a day or two for your child to come home um, and you might, you know, wait to report because you know that they do this a lot. And she's only 11. Stranger still, the family of Madalena was last seen lighting a fire and torching couch cushions, among other items, and they burned these in their backyard for several days. Um, and this was days after she disappeared, but weeks before she was reported missing. And this behavior is incredibly suspicious. I'm sure everyone is asking, why would you be spending time burning items in your backyard when your daughter is missing? That doesn't make any sense. The priorities of the family seem very misplaced, especially with the severity of an 11-year-old going missing on her way to school. When authorities interviewed the neighbors, they recalled seeing flames and smoke billowing from the yard of the Kojakari's Victoria Bay Drive home in late November, prompting calls to both the police and the fire department in Cornelius, North Carolina. Here is one community member discussing the situation. Definitely, I know they hope they found her uh, safely, find her safely, and, and do it very, very soon. Community members looking for answers about what happened to 11-year-old Madalena Kojakari. Cornelius police say she was reported missing on December 15th but had not been seen by her parents for over three weeks. As the parents of a child, you have responsibility for the care and well-being of your child. And so, I mean, we should, should they should be accountable for, for, for it. According to the arrest report, Bailey Middle School officials said Madalena had not been in school since November 21st. This is video of her getting off the school bus that day. I mean, after that many weeks of not being there, what are the school protocols, what are their policies for reporting that? And 
should we have stronger measures in place? CMS says after 10 unexcused absences, school requests a meeting with the family. If the family is not responsive, they will attempt a wellness check. On December 12th, a school resource officer and counselor went to Madalena's home, but there was no answer. Two days later, Madalena's mother, Diana Kojakari, was told to come in with her daughter. However, she came without her. And that's when Madalena was reported missing. The Cornelius Police Department said they are seeking to narrow down the timeline of Madalena's disappearance. And they have done several different searches to find more concrete evidence. But as of February 2023, as I am recording this, this is what authorities have released as the timeline of her case. So first we have November 21st, 2022, which um, according to Mrs. D. Lampkin, who is the sixth grade counselor at Bailey Middle School, this was the last day that there is evidence of seeing Madalena. Um, this is where they have the video of her getting off of her school bus at 4.59. And then according to the arrest record, the mother, Diana, um, Diana told the police that she saw Madalena at noon on November 22nd, but later in the arrest record, she changes her story, and she said that the real last day that she saw her was November 23rd at 10 p.m., and why she isn't able to recall the dates is pretty confusing to me. I feel like you should know the last time that you saw your daughter. Um, as far as I know, Madeline is an only child. There hasn't been, um, at least as, as far as I've researched, there hasn't been any other um, children that were reported in this household. And so it seems a little bit suspicious that you would be changing your story about when you last saw your daughter. Um, November 23rd is now the date where in the police record that is the date that they are saying that Diana had truly last seen her and November 23rd is also the day where um, Diana and Christopher fought and then Christopher the stepfather left town and he claims that he drove to Michigan on the night of November 23rd to pick up items and we don't know exactly what those items are. Um, and in the same records, Christopher told the police that he hadn't seen Madalena for a week prior to this. So then on November 26th, that's when apparently Christopher Palmeter said that he returned that evening and he asked Diana where Madalena was. And Diana said that she didn't know where she was. Christopher told authorities that he told Diana that he didn't know where Madalena was either, and they both reportedly accuse each other of hiding Madalena. Neither reports her missing at this time, and Christopher tells authorities that he asked Diana many times where Madalena was over the following weeks, but neither still knew where she was. On December 12th, 2022, a SRO officer, um, which is a school resource officer from the middle school, um, did a home visit because she had been 
missing from school since November 21st. And when no one answered the door at the home visit, they left a truancy packet at the home. And then on the 14th, that's when the truancy meeting is held. The sixth grade school counselor called Diana in to meet about Madalena, and the counselor told the police that Diana said that she would bring Madalena to school to discuss her recent truancy. And we know that Madalena did not show up. Um, on the 15th, she, uh, Diana came to the school without Madalena, and the sixth grade school counselor then called the resource officer into the meeting. This is when Diana finally reportedly says that Madalena has been missing since November 22nd at noon. Um, and then she actually, we know now, changed the time to November 23rd as the last time that she had seen her. Obviously, this is incredibly suspicious that Diana would have told the school that she was going to bring Madalena to this meeting, fully knowing that she has no idea where Madalena is, or at least that's what she's saying. And so why she said she would bring her when Madalena wasn't there is incredibly confusing. And so on December 16th, the FBI is brought in to help with the investigation of Madalena's disappearance. On December 17th, that's when the Cornelius police announce that Christopher Palmeter has been arrested, and then Diana, the mother, was arrested later that day. Then on December 19th, Christopher appears in court, and his bond is increased to $200,000. And then on that same day, there is a lake nearby... Um, where Madalena lived, and it's called um, Lake Cornelius, and they expand the search to that area, trying to see if perhaps she was in the lake. And then the next day, on December 20th, um, that's when the mom makes her first appearance in the court before a judge, and her bond was increased to $250,000. On the same day, December 20th, a new court document revealed new and conflicting details of the investigation, including what happened leading up to Madalena's disappearance and how she was eventually reported missing. As for right now, this is where the timeline ends, as far as we know. And as more evidence is uncovered, there will hopefully be more information to help narrow down Madalena's whereabouts. The community of Cornelius, North Carolina has been absolutely devastated by this disappearance of such a beautiful little girl. Looking at the pictures of Madalena, she has such a bright smile and she seemed to have a very fun energy. The community of Cornelius held an emotional candlelight vigil for Madalena to spread awareness of her case on December 20th, 2022, only five days after she was reported missing by her mother. Residents of all ages came together in the cold at the center of a soccer field at Smithville Park for her vigil. They stood in silence, held candles, and held each other closely while they listened to prayers and words of encouragement for Madalena. Madalena's friends and her friend's parents have also been 
left confused and scared that something so terrifying could happen in their community and to someone that they know. And here's some more information from the community members. Was taking up Madalena and Cameron from the second grade when they were best buds. This like very fun personality. And whenever I'd come over, she'd always grab my hand and take me over to her room. And there was like so many horses. She had an attic. She had like a whole bunch of collection of horses. Horses and ice cream, two of the things investigators know Madalena loved. But what isn't known is how or why she disappeared. It's a lot of what ifs. Cameron's mom, Dorian, says the FBI reached out to her family, hoping this childhood connection might lead to clues. And they offered to help however they could. It's a whirlwind of uh, emotions. We didn't realize that we'd, we'd be this close to the case. For now, we're told positive prayers is what's keeping many in the community going in hopes more answers are revealed. Diana, if you're seeing this, Cameron would really like her friend back, so I'm sure she'd appreciate it if you would cooperate. Just answer the questions. There's a lot of people looking for her. The audio in that video is a little bit um, scratchy and grainy, so... Um, if you were unable to hear it, I'm sorry. Um, I'll repeat what uh, was sort of said by uh, Cameron and her mother. Cameron is um, one of Madalena's close friends. And then Cameron's mother also spoke um, to the news station um, about the impact of Madalena's disappearance on not only just the community members, but also Madalena's close friends. You also hear in the video that Cameron's mother is pleading with Diana, Madalena's mother, to please cooperate with the police and just answer the questions and tell them everything she knows because um, Madalena is so incredibly missed at you know her school and you know by her friends and other family members and they want answers because this disappearance is. Is, is not so bizarre that someone doesn't know something. I know someone knows something. And I think the community also knows that someone knows something. And they are keeping information uh, to protect themselves. And that's really unfair for Madalena because she deserves to be, you know, going to school and seeing her friends and living a fulfilled, happy life. So like I said previously, the timeline... Um, basically ends on December 20th, 2022, and this is an ongoing case. And so more evidence will hopefully unfold. But right now, there really is only two, you know, current theories that we're going to discuss in this episode, because there isn't too much more information about what could have happened. So let's now dive into those current theories. So theory one is that perhaps a stranger grabbed her while she was leaving the school bus. Unfortunately, while there was surveillance captured of Madalena leaving her school bus, there wasn't any video capturing Madalena talking to anyone uh, to and from school or if there were any suspicious figures that may have come up to her. So as of right now, there are no suspects that could have um, kidnapped Madalena 
uh, going to and from school. So the only other theory is that what happened to Madalena is either she was taken or possibly met with foul play by a family member. This is very upsetting if it turns out to be true, and there are many signs pointing towards both Diana, her mother, and Christopher, her stepfather, due to their suspicious behavior following Madalena's disappearance, and also even before the disappearance, there is suspicious behavior. It took a long time for Madalena's family to file a police report. And I mentioned earlier in the podcast, it's it's very strange that it took three weeks and who knows, it could have maybe even taken longer if the school hadn't gotten involved. I think the only reason why Madalena's mother even confessed to not knowing where she was um, on December 15th was because she basically was kind of cornered, you know, with, you know, the school officials saying, hey, you need to know, we need to know where your daughter is. She's missed so many school days. So we're facing, you know, truancy. And I think if the school hadn't gotten involved, who knows how long it, it could have taken for Diana to report her daughter missing. And I've, I've said this before, I think in a, in a much earlier podcast episode, um, months and months ago, but um, I'm actually a special education teacher and I teach kids that are around Madalena's age. So this case really touched me and also disturbed me. Um, if one of my students was out of school for that long and the parents um, took that long to report them missing, I would be livid. I would be asking a lot of questions about why it took them three weeks to report their child missing. And many of the community members in Cornelius feel the same way that I do. And probably they feel the same way that you are feeling while listening to this case. It is just so frustrating that it took this long to report her missing. And I really feel for Madalena because I feel like Based on what we know so far about this case, I don't think her home life was as picturesque as, you know, the pictures that have been released to the public of, you know, this beautiful, smiling little girl. I think there was some stuff going on at home that we didn't get to see. This comes as the FBI releases two new photos of Madalena today. The story gaining international attention now as Madalena and her mother, Diana, have family in the country of Moldova. European news organization TV Nord spoke with Madalena's grandfather, Victor. According to TV Nord, Victor says Diana's husband was against her speaking with her relatives. Victor says they usually talked when the stepfather wasn't around. Victor goes on to say the last time he talked with his daughter Diana was at the end of October. Meanwhile, back here in the U.S., the FBI releasing two new photos of Madalena. I hope that the police continue to press Diana and Christopher because something is going on that they're not telling us. And for Madalena's sake, it needs to come out so that they have a chance of finding her if she was, in fact, really kidnapped. Um, I would hope that the parents would be especially cooperative so that the police have a chance of finding her. As always, I will be putting contact information 
in the description of the podcast. Um, if you have any information concerning the whereabouts of Madalena Kojakari, you can contact the Cornelius Police Department at 704-892-7773. And like I said, it's also in the podcast description. You can also contact your local FBI office or the nearest embassy, um, American embassy or consulate, and you can submit a tip online at tips.fbi.gov. And I just truly hope that someone who knows something will come forward for Madalena's sake. Thank you so much for joining me. It's goodbye for now, but I hope to haunt you again soon.